Hi there, I'm David. <laughs> you startled me. <laughs> and I am Claire. And welcome to... My Mate Reckon. The show where we, we uh, teach you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> teach you to fuck. We teach you and each other about things... We want to know about. We want to know about. Um, this week I think there's very, there's very little... Very little warnings, very no. little enjoyment. Really. <laughs> There's very little content. There's very little depth or sophistication. Go fuck So yourself. it's exactly as you have come to expect from us. We love you. Yeah, we feel okay, baby. <laughs> That's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> what other One Direction songs do you know? I think that might be it. <laughs> if I heard more of them. <laughs> Off the top of your head. Uh, I can't think of any now either. I can only think of Harry Styles songs. Yeah, that was, I was just literally about to say that. And Niall Horan songs. Did I say his name? Niall? Yeah, I can't think of any other One Direction songs. Oh, God. Well, that's a great start. Why did you want to know about One Direction? <laughs> um, because they're a huge cultural artifact. Yes. And I have only since, um, you know, I, like most people, most, I think, living creatures, <laughs> have a sexual attraction now to Harry Styles. I think it's a given that every... I think if you've got a heartbeat... <laughs> then you are, like, either um, want to be his friend or want to make out with him. I think everyone just wants to make out with him at a certain point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I don't know. They were just big, and then it did occur to me, oh, at some point they must have broken up. And I, I've got nothing... Uh, I'm not offended by boy bands. No. I was a boy bands fan as a oh, young teen. Oh, who was your favourite? Backstreet was my go-to. I was also in peak five yes. time. Yes. Uh, what were yours? Yeah, Backstreet Boys, five... In sync for a little bit. I never got in sync. In sync. In sync. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah. I. I. And and as an adult, there was a couple of One Direction songs that I listened to that I was like, "This is just good." That's a well-written pop song. Pop music. Great. Love. Like that's an enjoyable song on my radio. I know that they came together because of X Factor. Yes. And because of Satan himself, Simon Cowell. Yes. But after that, that is all I know. Well, I knew very and I, I little wanna know, as well. I wanna, I'm hoping there's some juicy gossip scandal about how mm. they broke up. Yes. Well, I, I did a fucking deep dive. Good on ya. And here we go. Okay. So there's Niall, Liam, Harry, Louis, and Zane. Right. And they were all 16 to 18 mm-hmm. when they all auditioned for X Factor Sol- as a solo through the solo categories um, and they all got eliminated very early in the kind of audition rounds Sad. and then Simon Cowell and Nicole Scherzinger who I think is from the Pussycat Dolls okay, um, kind of were like let's put them together right? let's see what happens if they're a group Yeah. so Simon Cowell is like this is a fucking great idea put them together as a group thus one Direction is born. They create a group who then compete in X Factor. They end up coming third and then record a record label with Simon Cowell's yeah. label. Um, and 
it's unleashes fury mayhem absolute mayhem well that's how that's how it works that's the that's the model i've been following the model Wild. that's been done from the music industry for, their yeah. first full-length album up yeah. all night became the first uk-based musical group to debut at number one on a u.s billboard 20 album chart 200 album chart um the band sold more than 176,000 oh copies gosh. of the album within minutes of its official release. Wow. It just... Went bananas. Went bananas. So I then found out, some like... cute boys singing about their feelings. Yes. So then I went on a deep dive of just kind of different facts or different things about them. Sure. In an April 2022 YouTube video, Payne said One Direction used to use Liam Payne, used to said they'd use code words to get out of boring things they didn't want to do. When we didn't like want to do something, we'd just have a word. It was like a code word where we'd all just fall on the floor and lie there until everybody went away, which I think is the best game we ever invented. I'm like, oh. That's a good thing to do in meetings. This is young men. Yeah. Given lots of responsibility power. and power. And they literally just disassociate literally, from meetings. <laughs> yes. He added, this is the best part of this, but I think you will like. There are a number of code words. One of them was, help me. <laughs> <laughs> help me down on the ground. Amazing. Imagine if we did that to some of our colleagues. I would do that quite often. Yeah. At some theatre events. Help me. <laughs> What's under David? They have seven Brit Awards, six Billboard Music Awards, seven American Music Awards, and four MTV Video Music Awards. They also currently hold the record for most Teen Choice Award wins ever, earning 28 overall. Bananas. They were a fucking franchise because they had multiple fragrances. One was called Our Moment, and one was called That Moment. They had a limited edition of stationery supplies. They, like, helped Nintendo launch a game. Like, it was just... They were everywhere. Have you got any numbers around how many pieces of Slash fan fiction have been written oh, about God, them passion no, each other? Oh, God, no, but that's fucking gold. We need to do an episode just on One Direction fan fiction. Fan fiction. Do you think... Were any of them shagging? Oh, I didn't go down that path. Maybe, probably. Surely. There's probably fan videos Surely. of them compilations of them cut together looking at each other going look they were doing it yeah they had dolls of their likeness they had singing toothbrushes that sung some of their fucking songs i didn't know this ed sheeran is responsible for writing several one direction hits oh it doesn't surprise me moments little things over again and 18 um the midnight memories was their third album that they released and it was the best-selling album around the globe in 2013 wow but the fucking interesting part of that david is it wasn't released until november oh wow it sold an impressive four million copies in less than two months and instantly topped all of the charts wow (laughs) what else was released in 2013 must have been a slow year yeah, look at that. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to see what was... They, they did it like worldwide tour or like a big, huge stadium mm, tour. Mm. 69 countries across... Multi- 69 shows across multiple countries to promote their album. And according to Forbes, it was the most successful stadium album tour that brought in an estimated $290 million in revenue. Wow. Just from that tour. And they then made a movie from it. It's just a fucking like product 
20, they were a product. 2013. This is only eight years ago, but these songs feel do feel quite dated now. Thrift Shop by oh, Macklemore. Yes. Yeah, that was huge. Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke, a song yes. which would not be able to succeed today, no. we would hope. Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Yes. Harlem Shake. It was the Harlem Shake year. Ah. Uh, Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. Just Give Me a Region by Pink. When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. Raw by Katy Perry. That was the, like, pop big Ho, ones. Hey by Lumineers. Royals by ah. Lord. I Knew You Were Trouble, Taylor Swift. Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Ah, uh, it was that year. It was that year. It's a big pop year. Yeah, but they won it. Yeah. Bloody One Direction. Um, I found this very interesting. In December 2012, they had a gig in Madison Square Garden and Trump called their publicist or someone um, at some ungodly hour asking if we could come and meet his daughter and our tour manager politely said, they're in bed, it's not going to happen right now. The singer said Trump told their manager to wake the band up and when the manager refused, they had their access to the hotel's private underground garage entrance and exit revoked, which caused a massive safety issue. And so after that, the group had to leave, pack up their shit and get out Good old of Trump's Trump. tower. What a dickhead. And yep. then a few years later, he was jailed. Oh, no, wait. He oh, was wait. elected oh, pri- oh, president, the president of the United States. Oh, yes. Um, they broke... Guinness World Records were the most followers on Twitter for a music group in 2015 with over 23 million followers. Um, currently sits at over 31 million followers, even though they haven't tweeted since 2020. Wow. Um, they, according to Forbes Opens in a New Window, in 2015 alone, they made $130 million and were the fourth highest paid celebrities that year. Can we just rewind <laughs> this is hilarious. What's the name of the source? Forbes Open. Oh, opens in a new window. Forbes. That's hilarious. That would have been a link that I just clicked on and pasted into my notes. I thought it was Forbes Open. Opens in a new window. In a new window. <laughs> Forbes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Fourth highest paid celebrities that year, and they were 16, 17, and 18. Yeah, wow. That's unreal. I then did some research about how many albums they sold across their kind of five-year okay. thing. Is it a lot? 70 million albums sold That's as of lot. 2020. But I, I was like, well, how does that compare right. <laughs> to our boy bands? Yeah. NSYNC, 70 million. Okay. Backstreet Boys, 100 million. Yeah. The Beatles, who are technically a boy band. Yes. 600 million. Yeah, that's fair. It's also more difficult to, like, buy an album these days. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. So they would have been very big. Okay. So, in 2015, they've been going then for a few years, five years. It was announced on Facebook that Zayn Malik would be leaving the band. Right. Why? (gasps) Zayn. The four remaining members released a final album and announced an extended hiatus in August 2015. <gasps> so this is how... So early 2015, Zane's like, I'm out. Hearts around the world broke. They release one... The four of them then release one more album, do a bit more touring, and then... Without August Zane. 2015, go, we're going to take a hiatus, which is still going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Surprise. They all then do solo projects. This was Zane's statement. My life with One Direction has been more than I could ever have imagined, but after five years... I saw Liam I kissing Harry. I feel like it now, <laughs> and he cheated on Harry, and I'm devastated. 
Um, I'd like to apologize to the fans if I've let anyone down, but I have to do what feels right in my heart. I'm leaving because I want to be a normal 22-year-old who's able to relax and have some private Selfish. time out of the spotlight. Selfish. I know I have four friends for life in Louis, Liam, Harry and Niall. I know they will continue to be the best band in the world. That's adorable. Adorable. Why, why really, Zane? Well, then in consequent interviews over the next five yeah. years, this is then quotes yeah, that I've collected of what he says. So I think the vibe is that he hated it from the beginning. Right. Loves music, wanted to make music. His mum made him go to the mom. audition, reluctantly went and agreed, and then got caught up in this fucking whirlwind. And five years later has to make a big choice. After he's made millions and millions of fucking dollars, mind you. So in his first solo interview since leaving the band... Uh, he told Fader magazine that One Direction's music was generic as fuck <laughs> and that it never fit his style. Um, he said, I would suggest something it's like it didn't fit us. There was a general conception what the management already had for what the band and I just wasn't convinced with what we were selling. He said he wasn't 100% behind the band's music and that the group was recording just what they were told would sell. In 2016, he did an on-camera radio station interview that he said he never wanted to be in One Direction in the first place. I think I always wanted to go from, like, the first year, really, he told the interviewer. I never really wanted to be there, like, in the band. I realised the direction we were going in, mind the pun, with the music. I instantly realised it just wasn't for me. I realised I couldn't have any input and just wasn't feeling satisfied. In an interview with GQ... A few years later, he then said, I didn't make any friends from the band. Oh. It's not something I'm afraid to say. I definitely have trusting, uh, have issues trusting people. So the big thing is that he has zero relationship Should with any of them. Wow. Uh, uh, which then fans were upset about because in his yeah. um, statement, it's like, they're my best friends. They're my friends forever. Yes. Um, and he... He was just kind of like the machine of it all was too fast and too much yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, Harry Styles quoted in Rolling mm. Stones about Zane. He saw me kissing Liam that and night. And then we broke up we and broke it was up, devastating. It was um, said, I think it's a shame he felt that way, but I never wish anything but luck to anyone mm. doing what they love. If you're not enjoying something and need to do something else, you absolutely should do that. I'm glad he's doing what he likes, and good luck to him. So Harry is the one that has kind of got the most fame from yeah. post, but he's the one who's very neutrally talked about everything and everything and everyone. He's remained a diplomat, very much a diplomat, and talks very highly of how he feels about One Direction yeah. and speaks with gratitude about why would I shit on it? Yeah, there's a quote in here, something around him going. Um, you know, I all the things I get to do now are because of that project. Yeah. I think there's a a culture where we feel like when you leave a boy band, you have to be like, shit on, shit it. on it. Yeah. And he's like, I would never yeah. shit on it. I had a great time. I loved what we yeah. did. I'm really proud of what we achieved. And yeah. this is what I get to do now because of that. Like, And I was like, that's really yes. interesting uh, perspective. Some of them, the other boys have like come out and said... Um, I've tried to reach out to Zane. Yeah. I've tried to heal some things, um, but to no avail. No avail. Um, 
Liam came out and told a story about yeah, his mum making him go to the audition yeah. and him just being like, I just don't think he wanted to do it yeah. from the beginning. Niall made a quote about, as long as I've known him, Zane's been the hardest man to stay in touch with. Then we had a falling out a few years ago. And to be honest, that's just the dynamic. You have people you are friends with and people you are not. Mm. Um, in 2016, here's mm. some juicy gossip. Oh. Louis Tomlinson's mum died. This, the gossip is not that his mum died of oh, leukemia. That's sad. sad. But he was then a judge on The X Factor. Right. And he was performing his first solo song. Right. Literally like a week after his mum oh, died. Gosh. So he went ahead with it and all his former bandmates were there to support him mm. except for Zayn. Mm. And so he is then quoted as saying um, a few years later, it, uh, at the time saying, mm. I, was re- I really, really appreciated the boys' support. Um, in October 29, he was asked if he would ever forgive Zayn. And I liked this reflective young man quote of saying, I just don't think I am mature enough. <laughs> Even in my own head to give that the real answer. At the moment, I'm still pretty mad about the whole thing. I don't think Zane handled it very well, but never say never, who knows. He chatted a lot of shit in the early days of leaving. I thought One Direction were pretty good. No. <laughs> yeah. They all... Um... Niall made a quote about the breakup. So then I think they all then kind of... It sounds like, from my reading, that they got the courage to leave based or to have a hiatus based on the fact that he had left. Mm. And Niall, a few years later, said, you know, we had had two years of straight stadium tours um, and we were knackered. We'd been working flat out since we were 16 and 17 years old. Um, Lots of mixed feelings about saying we had go on hiatus, but I would have loved a couple of years off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because just fucking burnt it out. It would have been enormous. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them really speak, all of the other four speak really positively about their, their the boys and their experience. But Liam Payne is probably the only one who talks honestly about what it did to his mental health. Sure. And he talked about... When you're doing hundreds of hundreds of concerts it, and it's the same 22 songs at the same time every single day, mm. even if you're not happy, you've just got to go there. It's almost like putting the Disney costume on before you step on the stage. And underneath the Disney costume, I was pissed drunk quite mm. a lot of the time because there was no other way to get your head around what was going on. Mm. They only have to be with each other, though, too. So, And he, there's another quote in there. It's like, you just think of it like an office. Yeah. This a person in the office that's your best friend. There's a person in the office yeah. you don't like yeah. that you still have to work with. Yeah. There's someone that you don't really talk to or know much about. Yeah, sure. And there's, he's like, that's how I describe how we made it work. Sure. And Liam Payne said that first therapy session after we went on a break and after we went on a hiatus, it was like, I don't even know what I like or yeah. anything about yeah. myself. And it's pretty, it was pretty scary stuff. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And he said, this, this is the other thing that I found, which is why fame is so in fucking tense, mm. is that the best way to keep them safe was to lock them I mean, in their yeah, rooms. Yeah, and to isolate them. Which, to isolate them, which then meant the majority of the time it's just him alone in a room with mm. a fucking minibar. Yeah, 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 And that's how he got through most of that yeah. and then carried that habit onto his adult life. life. Isn't that wild? Yeah. They've all kind of talked about the possibility of doing a reunion. Zane is the only one who's like, never. Yeah, I would never sure. do it. But the others are like, maybe one day. 
Um, they all talk about the fact that Harry is stupidly successful. And um, Malik, though, Zane Malik, in March 2021, said Niall's music is the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, he's like, he makes better music than me. And I'm a total Niall fan. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so sweet. there's some animosity, but I guess, I guess it, they all, and they all posted apart from um, Zane kind of 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Right. Posts. When would that have been? When did they form? 2015. So not 10 years. <laughs> no. No, you said 2013, 2013, 2012, 2011. Oh, no, he left in 2015. Oh, yeah, right. 2013. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what a time. How wild. That notion of being famous and having no privacy and being that young and being that young a man, even for Zane, who even if he didn't like it, to be swept up in that machine and be earning that amount of money. Yeah. It would have been really fucking hard. Yeah, well, there's nothing new about it, sadly. It's all just the story that's been, um, that we've heard a dozen times about these kind of gigantic pop groups, particularly when they're young, getting massively successful really quickly. Yeah. And it's not, surprise, surprise, it's not sustainable and it's not enjoyable. It's amazing that so many of them out of the five, like, it sounds like Zane's really had a rough time. Yes. But it sounds like... It's but amazing that the other that they've all and had relative success. success. Yeah, which Harry Styles has a quote in there as well of going like, "In most, I'm really proud of the work and the work ethic that we all have and that we learnt from One Direction because normally what happens is if a brand splits up, there's yeah. one person who goes on yeah, yeah. to be quite successful. But all it's of us have done yeah good the work. projects that we wanted to do and made the kind yeah. of music that we're passionate about. Yeah, which it's all very different in terms of sound their their individual interests yeah um yeah so i found that quite interesting amazing thank you so much well researched my friend thank you they are massive and i didn't know much about them but now i know a lot a machine a machine quite gross really when you think about the capitalistic nature and the they're like what is it they are commodities they're commodities people yeah um, uh, not unlike K-pop, which was an episode we looked at a million years ago. I did look at BTS and how much, how many they had sold, and they are currently sitting at kind of twenty million. Yeah, sure. Copies, but that's becoming of less albums. of a useful metric as we stream more. Yeah, I guess you'd go how many streams or how many YouTube views. Yeah, I guess is still probably, the thing. probably. Um, thanks for being my mate. I'm just realizing as we're wrapping this up. That I haven't done the maths, but this is probably going to be our last episode for twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, when would it? When will this be? This will be. This will be like mid December. Oh my goodness! So this will be merry merry Christmas, listeners, and merry merry Christmas to you, Claire Bear. Yeah, have a great Christmas, David. There may be one one more because I think we should do another movie challenge. We should. That's what we did last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll think on that, but send us... Um, if it's not, Merry Christmas. We'll see you in the new year. But if you've got movies that you think we should yes. watch or do an episode on, then um, message us on Instagram at my mate reckons, And we might whack an, an extra one in there for your festive, festive period. A bonus. Oh, <laughs> my mate reckons menstruation. We'll defo continue next year, yeah. and we've got lots of other... Little things Stuff maybe. To talk about. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe there's more. Because mm-hmm. our hundredth episode will fall 
in 2022. It will. (gasps) Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to, Please on. do. That would be great. That would be great. Tell, tell your, your friends. Tell your mates. That's right. That's the name of the show. I see what you did there. Where can people find you, Claire? People can find me on Instagram at Claire and Pearl. Where can people find you, Dave? People can find me at Dave Burton Writer. And if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.